Welcome along to episode 36 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and as usual, I'm joined by Brian and Kevin. We are three artists, illustrators, filmmakers, animators, just all-round shit-talkers. Each week, we take some of The Endless Stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Spotify, Disney+. Plus. Wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. This week, as well as all the usual nerd news that's come up, we're talking season two of Tiger King. We're talking This Way Up from Sharon Horgan and Ashling B. We're talking the new Spider-Man trailer. We're talking the Irish film from 2018, Dig. This episode is slightly shorter than usual, but we still get through quite a lot of content here. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider subscribing or heading over to iTunes and giving us a rate and review. Everything over there really helps us out. Also, you can head to Instagram at The Endless Cast, where you'll see illustrations and clips that go up with each episode. If you've got a second opinion about anything we're watching, or if you want to suggest something for us to watch, you can send us a message on a comment over there or a direct message. You can also email us at theendlessstream at gmail.com. All of that being said, let's get into the episode. So they released season two of The Tiger King. I watched season one. I don't think I'm going to watch season two. How much... I know you guys have watched some of it, so how much have you watched? Brian? I have had all of it on. Um, I think there's only five or six episodes, so I got through all of them, but I wasn't giving it, like, undivided attention. But enough to... Enough to get the gist of what was happening. Okay, and Kevin? I watched one episode, and it's kind of a case of, like, why would they do... Why would anybody want to do a season two of this? And then you realize there's a lot of petty people who will just try and make money or get famous off of anything. So what's the, like, we all re- we all remember the smash hit docuseries Tiger King from the early days of the pandemic to 2020, probably April? End of March, April, March. May? From lockdown one. Late March. Lockdown one. Those were the days when we all became completely fascinated by this meth addict zoo owner who met adult meth adult zoo owner who uh, picked up stray humans from bus stations and had them run his shelters his zoo full of uh, exploited big cats and other exotic animals (laughs) i just remembered his name as i said that he's joe exotic he is Mm -hmm. oh yeah a a sun-scorched scrotum faced Hulk Hogan bearded mega mulleted madman what was th- what the hell was season 2 about how did they make season 2 like what's the conceit of this well it's kind of the reaction to the to the documentary really on how it affected their life from from what I judging from episode 1 it, it goes beyond that I mean I, I've watched all of it and it follows up on a lot of the things like there, there is a lot of loose ends essentially like he's he's in mm. he's in jail for mm-hmm. something that it's sketchy, like there, there was a conspiracy to get him. In. I'm not saying he doesn't belong in jail for something, but I'm, I'm talking about like the means and the evidence that they got to put him in there. It's it's very questionable. So, I mean, the, the, even the first one, you know, ostensibly it's about him, but it's a it's as much about how corrupt that world of you know big cat sanctuaries. Because that's not because what they are. Animals. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, everybody involved in it is, you know, shady. 
extremely shady. I yeah, and I kind of think like sorry. No, it's 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 following up on some loose ends. So I mean, the the two biggest threads that I kind of picked up on from watching it were, um, where is Baskin's husband? You know, and about the the celebrity she ended up on Dancing in the Stars, despite the fact that you know the guy's daughters are insisting that. The guy's been murdered. He went missing. So it follows up on, you know, his potential whereabouts. And then the second thing is, Joe Exotic was put away on evidence given by, I think it's Jeff Lowe and Alan Grover are their names. But those two guys got off, yeah. you know, without any any charges. And Lowe ended up with Joe's Joe's property and and everything. So. How did that come about? Like, why wasn't there any follow-up with, with that kind of situation? Um, I won't spoil it because there there is some interesting stuff that kind of develops further on. I was surprised by some of the things that happened. I think if anybody's a fan of true crime and the first season, it's worth checking out because it does follow up on those loose ends. And there's some interesting details that uh, that they uncover. Right. I'm, 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 I'm genuinely surprised to get a sort of quasi positive review out of you for this thing just in terms of like the the reactions i've been seeing online are like what is why is, this is a waste of time you know people giving out well, but that's, i don't know I mean, if that's I mean, really maybe a lot of people watched it because you know they were in a lockdown but i think a lot of people also watched it because it's a fucking you know it's a bizarre story. it's a bizarre true crime story you know it's yeah. and, and there's a lot of there's a lot of true crime fans out there and this one gets like the first season got bizarre at so many turns and there's more in it the the, the full story kind of hasn't really been told it stopped because joe ends up in prison but he ends up in prison mm. by kind of very very nefarious means and yeah there there is more of a story there like it doesn't end with with that you know i mean he he got put away for what like conspiracy to murder yeah baskin but like the people that he was involved with essentially set him up so that he'd kind of like the evidence that he's he's been put away on is he was set up by two people that didn't get any charges you know yeah yeah but the thing the only my only thing about it last night you and i were talking about it it's just like like the, the documentary like kind of definitely kind of like fucks with you emotionally because you're watching it initially thinking to yourself like oh like kind of Joe's a real victim here, isn't he? He definitely, you know, whatever about transpiring to kill Carabaskins, he was like, uh, kind of like, uh, scapegoated into it or whatever. And Jeff Lowe used him for his kind of his own means and stuff. But then, like, you kind of as as much as Joe can put on a face of being this like, you know, carer of animals X, Y, and Z and stuff, just like Carabaskins. They're both people that like are profiteering off of the fact that these animals are in enclosures and are being kind of like there's there's no uh, good people in it like no there's no good yeah. exactly so the thing is like it's like you're watching it and you're just like geez like kind of like God didn't poor poor Joe have a tough life and losing his first partner Brian and this and that and all that kind of stuff but then you're kind of thinking about it, like he's a, he's like he's like you know when the cameras aren't rolling or people around around he was a he wasn't a nice person to animals and I think that's the main thing it's like fuck you if you're not nice to animals. It's just like, yeah, fuck it. He deserves to be in prison. I know that's like, I don't know how the doc rest documentary is going to go, but at the end of the day, they all abuse animals. They'd rather have them in the, their cages than free in the wild. And I don't like that. Might have been another Netflix documentary, but we learned long ago, don't fuck with cats, right? Yeah, I suppose like, yeah, so why aren't people like getting up in arms about like, I suppose like PETA, 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 PETA bread are. But um, 
they're like kind of they're up in arms about it but uh but they're also up in arms about everything and they're ridiculous people <laughs> okay and i was like vegan for a year you were for a year yeah still largely 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 plant-based uh little to no no dairy whatsoever and little to no meat at all really it's just the occasion where i kind of have to but uh yeah do you think you'll watch the rest of tiger king yes absolutely i'm really really uh uh interested to see how it goes because it's as like you know this this thing happens all the time where things that get like it's like you know where there's like a number one song and everybody loves it and then like three years later when when you bring up the song with somebody they say how shit it was and it's just like what that's a good song you know it's like that one where i didn't have to turn you off you know that one gotcha got got you got 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 Yes, it's a good song. So is this is how you remind me what I really am. I listened to the old album the other day. It's a fucking banger, let me tell you. The album, Silver Side Up. Yeah, so take it from me. Watch Tiger King <laughs> season two. But no, I don't. You know what I mean? It's just like kind of like it's like that I'm is, sure people are like, a Nickelback recommendation on a podcast. Jesus, <laughs> That's yep, the worst well, thing to happen to me this week. <laughs> oh <laughs> Jesus! Oh God! Well, just remember who yeah. did it to you, though. Don't let him oh, off no. the hook. Yeah. Well, would you expect anything less? No, not I, from you. I I brought Brian to a Nickelback concert once. Brian, can we Isn't get I... a review of the Nickelback concert? The best part was when Kroger left the stage and the guitarist did a cover of "Everlong" by the Foo Fighters, and it was very good. Oh. I have no recollection of that whatsoever. No, you you were taking a Nickelback break. You were just yeah. overwhelmed by it. Yeah, they played Rockstar, and I was just enamored by... Yeah, you just needed to catch your breath. You yeah. were too busy swooning. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. I don't hate Nickelback as much as it's funny to hate Nickelback. Um, I love Hero. It, How can it be? Look what love gave us. A word full of killing and blood spilling. This world. Spider-Man. Spider-Man 1. A perfect segue. Thank you very much. Given that we're mashing up universes, do you think we will hear uh, Chad Kroger and Josie? No. What was his name? No. Sil- we, Sylvia or something? Will we Salina? hear... Will we Josie Scott, hear, wasn't it? Josie Scott, that's it. Will we hear the uh, the Trad Kroger, just like as Tobey Maguire swings into frame, just like fucking theme tuned in? I hope not. Are you telling me you didn't like that? you telling me you didn't like that song at the time? No, I'm not. I, that's why I'm saying, like, as much as people find it, like, it's very, very fashionable to shit on Nickelback. Look, they're not my favourite band in the world, but I loved Spider-Man and everything associated with Spider-Man at the time, yes. and that definitely <laughs> bled into a couple of Nickelback hits. So, here, here. you know, I'm not buying the albums, I'm not going to the gigs, but, like, the songs are nice, it almost fair enough, festival. middle of the road. Did it? Mm-hmm. I, um, I, uh, yeah, so, yeah, whatever, well, well, anyways, yeah. All I'm saying is, watch the Tiger King and Spider-Man. Fair enough. We have the perfect segue there. The trailer, or the second trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home came out... Tuesday night was it Wednesday morning Tuesday night um, technically Wednesday morning Wednesday morning okay one thirty on Wednesday morning what a what a shitty day what did you think of the trailer 
Kevin. I mean, it's 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 heavily edited, which I like. But I think people are like they're like kind of like there because that whole scene with the lizard getting punched by nothing. He also could just be looking back, you know, checking on his old friend the Sandman. Um, you know, it's possible. Hey, Mister Sandman, are you okay? Bum bum bum. I think that's a funny thing that is clearly well. I mean, as much as anything, it's the result of. Uh, Avengers Infinity War because we always allowed for special effects to be unfinished in trailers and for things to change and for shots to not be there that's something we knew of trailers but I think Infinity War is the first time people really went oh Marvel will just put fake shit in those trailers to try and distract so now people go through these things looking for fake shit looking for that you know like they used to be like let's 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 analyze this trailer and find the cool shots and enjoy it. But now it's like, let's see where they're trying to hide shit. Yeah. And Mephisto's definitely in this movie. Well, that's who Doctor Strange is talking about at the end, isn't it? I'm sure. On the, on the skyscraper. Or on the Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty. Did you see the somebody pointed out that it's holding a Captain America shield? <laughs> oh, so it's a multiverse. Well, it's either that or they're no, rebuilding they're, they're it after... Modifying- they're modifying the statue. Yeah, to to, you know, they're updating. To be more liberal. With a weaponized flag. It's funny after um. After your man killed a person with that shield to make it the symbol of your country on the fucking, mm. what was mm. the the entry. Mm. So this I was surprised true. that. I guess I was thinking about it in what if terms, thinking Peter and Doc would bounce into a couple of different multiverses or different versions of Earth. But it looks like it's more like a. I mean, they even reference Scooby Doo, the 13 Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Um, do you remember the 13 Ghosts of Scooby Doo? Did you ever see that show? Um, uh, Kev's shaking his head. He is much younger than us. He is but the baby of the group. Um, yes. even, even though he kind of looks right now like, like an old Billy Connolly. Um, an, I guess an old Billy Connolly. This this would have to yeah. be a young Billy Connolly. Mm, your hair says young. Your face says old. Billy Connolly was a baby once, and the same age as the baby Jesus. But yeah, the, the premise of the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo was Scooby and Jaggy accidentally open a Pandora's box full of ghosts, and then they yeah, have I to um, track down and hunt them. So it does seem like they reference that. It does seem like they're gonna have to try and catch um, Electro, Sandman, Lizard, Doc Ock by the looks of it. Green Goblin's definitely confirmed. Just where I run People are assuming of... Venom. Yeah. But he's not been in the trailer yet. Though the post-credit on Venom kind of opens the door for him to show up at some point in the film and cause problems for Tom Holland and probably, I would imagine... Get that's the right end of the, the stick li- and help. That's, that's who's punching the lizard. Punch potentially. It could be Venom like, and like, uh, uh, the Hobgoblin. But like, but I, I would just say it's probably more likely Venom than a Spider-Man. Because what Spider-Man has ever kind of just straight up jumped in and punched the lizard? Have they? Yeah. 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 The fifth, I can't remember. <laughs> I tell you what, I didn't He's do Spider-Man. it in the video game. It's too scary. No, I'm talking about in the movies. But, um, Did you just run from? He punched things. I run from most things in video games, yeah. Until I can get far enough away, and uh, switch it to easy mode, and then mm. beat it like a champion, and then revert back to normal. And then when you were done beating it like a champion, you'd go back to the video game. <laughs> um, yeah, wank joke. 
Did you think you were getting your um, cityscape swinging scene stuff, Brian? No. No way. It not. looks very like. It looks very like sort of abandoned building sites, dock gantries, industrial areas. More so than. There'll be the fight What's with Electro. There'll be the fight with Electro. Fight with. Dark Ark on the highway. Yeah. Dr. Octopus is go guy. There'll be the set piece in the middle where they all escape and someone dies. I'm going to take my ears out because Brian spoils everything. No, I'm just guessing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm guessing. But if I hear this, Brian... No, yes, exactly. If I hear this and you're guessing, you guess right everything. And I'm going to be saying they're going like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm going to you're going to forget in a month's time. You're, you're forget. like that fucking octopus also, that picks World Cup winners. Just dropping your narrative tentacle onto fucking plot points. You say stuff like this could be a big set. I, I, like, I don't know what a set piece. I always think, are you talking about a physical set? The area? Action set piece. Oh. Um, just, just talking about this Spider-Man stuff as we are. Uh, do you know the way there's an image going around of did you just lick that thing Aiden no what are you talking about <laughs> he did <laughs> that's hot um, <laughs> um, like there's just right Electro looks very Spider-Man PS5 game-ish uh, like it looks very much like a game mm. and there's that scene of Spider-Man that it's, it's an image of Spider-Man going around of um him kind of in the black suit using the kind of uh, Doctor Strange magic, and it looks it very much looks like uh, a Spider Man Spider Man game as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. the effects are going to be hopefully they'll be polished by the time it comes out. But the the effects teams are working on crunch time basically to to get everything done. There's like so this image, stuff. this looks so much like a computer game. You Do know, you think that this looks like the, um, like we just said about the Marvel Sony stuff looking shiny and dark? No. 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 No, I don't. I'm looking forward to it. I just, I'm just kind of like very uh, optimistic about how it's going to go. I think, I think, I think Dr. Octopus is going to be a goodie. And I think uh, Spider-Gwen is going to make an appearance. Emma Stone's a big actor. Why wouldn't she make come back for it? I think, I think Dr. Octopus is going to be a good guy. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be like initially, blah blah blah. But then he's gonna realize that, like, if he doesn't fix his shit with Peter, his world is destroyed as well. And all <laughs> we're assuming that it's actually from Sam Remy version. He could come from a version where he could he could see a version where his wife's alive. I don't mm. know. Whatever. Will it be just like three yeah. versus five, or will they go Spider Verse with it? Like, will they pull in loads of Spider Men? I think not necessarily actors playing them, but just just costumes, you know, like oh, there's yeah, armored Spider Man, yeah, and, uh, kind of like, like you know, uh, ne- Spider Noir and stuff. stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. I like Iron Man I three think... when all those armors showed up at the end. Yeah, potentially, yeah. yeah. That was actually pretty mm. cool, though. Some of those armored designs, they were wasted um, though. Some people, some people got like that's pretty much for hot toys to sell toys, and hot toys. Um, did uh, did Marvel have a, a deal with Hot Toys? I guess they licensed the designs. No, but just like it's good for like no, I'm not saying it's just to sell that, but like you know, it's it's for for like that kind of stuff is just for so fans can kind of 
get merchandise out of it at the end, I guess. But I was going to say to you, sir, uh, yeah, we have the Sandman, which I, oh yeah, actually, I have a question for Brian, if I'm allowed to ask a question, Aiden. I'll allow it. Thank you. Brian, did, is the, did, did the toy that Benedict Cumberbatch show on Jimmy Fallon? No, it, it was Kimmel that showed the toy, not Cumberbatch. That was the weird thing. Oh, what yeah. was the toy? I no, 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 no. Is it, has, has, that wasn't my question. Excuse me. Apologies. You said I Apologies. Ask question. Apologies. But you, you asked a question. No, I didn't get to finish asking my question. Okay, sorry. It was a multifaceted thing. I didn't even no. get to finish asking my question, actually. Excuse me. No, I you're said fair, it wrong. to be fair. Yeah. The toy that was shown on the show, did that feature in the trailer? No. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it Spider-Gwen? No. Ah, fuck. What was it? I'm, I've lost so much money, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kimmel pulled out a toy of Cumberbatch, as strange, and then he picked up, he pulled up another toy and he put it on the desk. And I was looking at it, I was like, why did he pull that one up? And it, uh, the logo says Spider-Man No Way Home. And it's a toy mm-hmm. of Craven. Oh. Who they have cast. Oh. But, mm. Actually, you know what? Uh, I did see an image of why like a I bunch not, of people. Why would they not? Sorry. Why would, why would we not know more about that? Like that mm. doesn't. Yeah, why would I have only heard? I, I, I don't think he's going to. I mean, he might yet be in it, but I don't think he will because... Post credits, maybe, uh, maybe I don't know. It's just that you know, of all the stuff that's that's kind of leaked, that was the only hint that Craven might be in this was the toy that Kimmel had. So, yeah, who knows? Now I just did a quick Google, and there seems to be a skit they did where Kimmel is dressed as Craven. So, is there any chance he was setting himself up as like I could be this? Like it was a bit. I don't think so. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, I could see them going, like, when you think about it, it's still pretty small for Garfield and Maguire to come back, right? Mm. That that it's still relatively small, and you know they've they've not confirmed anything, but like that shot, even if there's only two Spider-Men like edited out of it. That shot is still smaller than what we saw in Civil War at the airport scene, right? So I'm not saying there's more edited right. out of that. I'm just saying, what if the set piece gets bigger? Because Strange says, you know, I, I can't, they're coming, I can't hold them back. Like, what if... Yeah, it does feel that way. Yeah. So that's Kimmel as Craven. Okay. Was that from that episode, do you know, or... I think it well I mean they did a parody trailer I think maybe it's there's a chance that they were just fucking around okay maybe yeah because right. I, I feel like I'd have heard I feel like I'd have heard about that anywhere else you know yeah I think I, I feel like that would have been like picked up you know yeah but I do get you Ryan yeah it's a good but, but like but like you know I, that that actually brings me to my next point uh, if 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 your honor will allow me um Sandman, mm-hmm. Electro, mm-hmm. the Lizard, mm. Doctor Octopus, ah. Green Goblin, Yo, uh, Venom, Craven, Venom more like the sixth. Pick, pick in the sixth. Yeah, yeah. See, it, I don't it feels think they're like going to we'll see Venom. Though Myster- uh, Mysterio was 
one of the six. Yeah. In the comics at one point, though he's and he, don't he's forget dead. Paul Giamatti. You know he could make a wee appearance as Rhino. He doesn't have to do anything as CGI like. That was a terrible Rhino. Mm-hmm. That was a cool Rhino. No, it sucked. It did suck. Not as putty. <laughs> it doesn't suck as putty bad as the original. Anytime rhino. Brian <laughs> corrects Kev, Kev just says, "Yeah, he heard so, you right." Yeah, I just, I just, I'm terrified to, uh, to make him unhappy. <laughs> His unhappiness displeases me. The um, some of the posters we've seen are are not strong, are they? Why are people shit on pretty? posters? I never really pay attention to posters. I'm not 16 anymore. I'm not going to put them above my. I, I only really give bed a next to my Hanson poster. I only care about the posters when they make a big deal about like, hey, it's the poster. Here's the poster reveal. Here's the poster. And it's like mm. it's a fucking five minute Photoshop job. Why are you making a big deal out of this? You know, here's a yeah, bunch seen, of heads. I've, I've seen some good meme memes memes on it. So Craven, Venom, Rhinos, and No. But you know, I was I wasn't expecting Sandman. Were you expecting Sandman? They confirmed Is Sandman and Lizard, like yeah, months ago. They actually confirmed those. Yeah. My so, power so, to avoid spoilers is great. So is it Rissy fans and Thomas Hayden Church? Yes, it is Thomas Hayden Church. Anyways, I don't know if it's the Reese man. I, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. It, they'll probably just be doing voice though. work. I'd say. Yeah, he kind of like he made a show of himself when they were promoting that first movie. He did a couple of things very cantankerously and was drunk at one or two events. I think he he didn't make a good impression. Oh, well, that's if that's unfortunate. If he's dealing with alcoholism and stuff. It's awful. I would have liked them to update Lizard's <laughs> design. If they can update Electro, I would have liked them to update Lizard's because yeah. Do you think Do you think Electro remains this autistic character? No, I don't think that's, so. That's a completely different Electro, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's not blue. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think it might just be a multi a multiverse type of thing. Yeah. Because like, there's nothing like there's nothing saying that like these are technically from. There's nothing saying that the villains have to be from X yeah. movie or X universe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. They can be from anywhere. And that I think that's going to let them get away with a lot of fucking. Reconning. Re- yeah, that's going to let them clean up a lot of. Uh, I liked how the goblins costume looked that they added like some CGI touch up to it you know it looks metallic and armory now as opposed to just looking like vinyl Um, I didn't notice that I always liked the costume to be fair I I liked it but it it, I never liked it I liked it I had a very stiff stiff toy of it I liked it to the extent that I, I didn't hate it as much as a lot of other people did but they've obviously like I said they they made it they've touched it up now so that the the material looks more. The helmet like does armor. look better, to be yeah, fair. The looks the hel- like it looks like it's made out of armor and metal, as opposed to just rubber and vinyl. I just I remember somebody giving out that it kind of like you know if it's for like say military purposes, why would you put like a goblin face on a blah blah? It's just like, have you seen Marines or that kind of stuff? Like those guys wear like balaclavas with skulls on it. They wear face masks that have like you know uh, tusks or whatever. Like. People like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> in, I just in the military. It was Osborne's thing anyway, because he had that mass collection. So, mm. yeah, yeah. I always stand by the notion that like it could have been this armored suit as much as you fucking want, but like just grab a purple tarp from the warehouse and fuck it over yourself to try and, you know, like if he because he was coming in and out of that persona. So I thought there would have been a cool moment where he like wakes up in a Hulk style kind of 
aftermath and and looks at himself and has to get home so he just covers himself and you get that bit of like that purple mm-hmm. poncho thing to just add a sort of raggedy gobliny thing to it just close it up a little bit i think it would be more visually interesting so um, we have we have that other kind of like green goblin flying around with no mask right that's the mm-hmm. foe, i think that's the foe. yeah my, my guess say, is my guess is because we know he's at that scene on the highway right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's it's okay. it's doc ock and goblin there and they both attack and it looks like the tentacles are reacting with the suit right yeah. so either either the suit kind of disables the tentacles because i don't think it's that doc ock is intentionally absorbing the nanos i think maybe the suit is doing something to it um but i think there was a thing in, if i remember I'm trying to remember Spider-Man too, but there was a bit of an idea that like part of what was wrong was the fucking control chip of those arms was fucking with his there brain. There was no inhibitor. Because it got yeah. fried. Yeah. There was no inhibitor. Yeah. So maybe yeah. um, maybe the Iron Spider improves upon the build and it sort of calms him. And that's calms him, I think, yeah. On our side thing. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, I, think I think that's what's good happening. Guy in there. And yeah. either then he's, cool. e- he's either able to fight off Green Goblin or Strange shows up and saves the day. And then... Because we, 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 I think I share that scene that there was two images. There's one of a stunt person. In do the you suit. think he'd managed to beat off the Green Goblin on his own, or do you think he'd need the help of Doctor Strange to beat off the Goblin? I think Strange probably shows up and beats him off. Yeah, that's my okay. guess. Because it, uh, like it would, it would be hard. It would be hard enough for Doctor Strange and and Peter Parker to beat off Dr. Octopus with all of his arms and, and the Green Goblin at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. It'd be a very crowded scene. But yeah, we, we've seen that image. There's the concept art image and there's the one of the stone person and the suit has like some damage and stuff on it. So I think he flees. Hmm. I think he big, plays a bigger part as well than the trailer is letting on. Doc Ock or, or uh, Defoe? Yeah, Defoe. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course, man. Sure, like he's like like I would I would like I love Doctor Octopus. Don't get me wrong, but like you can't kind of have the the Goblin in a Spider-Man movie and play second yeah. fiddle to somebody, you know. And mm-hmm. um, but I was just gonna say like the Goblin without the mask. Like, do you think there's a possibility that that's the awful Goblin from the no. Andrew Garfield universe? No, not no, a chance. Not a shadow. Oh, not and it's not chance. the Hobgoblin. I don't think so. No. No, I want to see the Hobgoblin like a big departure from the Green Goblin. Yeah. I want to see the orange. I want to see the blue. I want to see the cloak. I want to see the the hood. How I I remember like being very confused about the who the Hobgoblin and Green Goblin were when I was really young. You know. Mm. Yeah. It took me a while to get the like. I I obviously I was very familiar with the. I think I I think for some reason it's like I, I had a toy or something to do with Hobgoblin first, but became more familiar with the Green Goblin and then I didn't know who the Hobgoblin was. But anyways, uh, I I want to see a cool Hobgoblin. If Ned is going to be the Hobgoblin, I want to see a cool, cool version of it. Hmm. Yeah, like this trailer like is interesting, but like it's it's, it's heavily edited. Like so, uh, in terms of like you know p- p- things being taken out of it things probably being put in so who knows Doctor Strange is too powerful so they'll have to knock him out of the running pretty early on I'd imagine because like he could take out a fucking he could take out any of them he's busy really, really at easy. the end trying to keep everything from collapsing 
he's there at the scene yeah. oh, like, that you can see him there's a shot with him on I think he's in the the torch or the the crown I'm yeah, not sure yeah, yeah. so he's there trying to he, he's he's trying to do the spell to send them back or whatever they decide to do but um, yeah this thing I, that, also, I'm like, wondering is it going to be bigger than than what we're seeing is it going to be bigger than just like two extra Spider-Men is it going to be like are they going to try to like the, the, the Spider mo- Island type of thing the most acclaim Sony have gotten for Spider-Man in years is Spider-Verse so mm. why not try recreate some of that on screen Miles Morales man mm-hmm. I tell you Gwen Stacy Miles Morales yep they're going to be there maybe I think it'd be cool. Be there. It'd be cool if they did, but I saw a headline before I came on here, and I say a headline very fucking loosely because the internet has ruined the concept of actual news. But um, it was sort of Holland going, you know, maybe I'm done with, maybe I'm reaching the end of my turn as Spider-Man. You know, maybe people want to see a Miles story, and then maybe that's uh, laying again groundwork. Though I don't know that, that kid. I say kid um, has that much nuance in them for this sort of stuff sometimes um you know but that could be like he's played this will now be his third standalone film and two avengers movies and civil mm. war mm. is that six turns of spider-man or is there are there others no that was it i think no i think that's it yeah that's it so i mean that's i mean it's what what year did civil war come out 2015 i think 2016 or 15 is it sorry 15 or 16 i think it was i think it was 15 right so i mean i think he's either at a point where he's going to be want to be moving on to other things especially with uncharted coming out soon um i don't think or he's starting to lay the ground of levering the like the contracts come to the end we're going to renew make this worth my while in a big bad way type of thing you know trying to get that big payday i think you see what i think is Personally, I think the like again, like I this is like I don't really know any of these. I just think Tom Holland's a guy who probably sees that Spider Man's a good opportunity to keep his him relevant and him busy and to get paid and stuff. And as long as he can do it on top of other projects, why the fuck not? You know. But I would say it, it um, becomes a it becomes a weight at a certain point. You know, it becomes an albatross that you kind of have to like get off if you're going to well, do anything else. You know, with uh, great power becomes because responsibility. Wow. <laughs> Jesus, they go two Spider-Man movies without actually saying it, and he's forgotten it. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, uh, I don't know. Like, kind of like, do the does say Marvel hmm. want to give Sony? I know this sounds really weird. Tom Holland, or will they be kind of like you can have, or you know, do a Gwen Stacy movie, do a Miles Morales movie, do whatever, and they want to keep say Tom Holland just. You know, kind of basically, they, if they can step away from Sony's stuff and leave the MCU alone, do you know what I mean? I think I'm sure Marvel want to keep Miles. <laughs> I know they want to keep Miles, and I don't and know Gwen, that they have them, but I'm sure they'd want. They're both them. huge characters. Yeah. Spider Gwen—that's not even her real name, is it? In the comic books, it's Ghost called, Spider. Like, Ghost Spider, yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, I think the whole point of this film being called No Way Home—it's not because the villains have no way home. It's because Tom Holland will have no way home at the end of it, and that's the reason to oh, yeah, get him. That that's the reason to get him out of the MCU. And Sony are setting up their other Spider Verse films that he's going to be in, and then in a few years' time, they can they can bring him back, should they, should they have need, you know. So, do you think then, just thinking about the end of that Venom movie, 
that this like I said already there that like it's going to pull the 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo into our into our MCU universe but maybe it's a little more a mix of the two things and they figure out they're in an alternate universe and they try and work their way home because like that that who, who do you mean the, um, oh, okay, that's I, a good I mean, point. I mean, Doctor Strange and Peter find yeah. themselves in this place, and it's it's that's a, why Ned's different. A, yeah, so there's there's <gasps> no, the Venom universe and there's there. the MCU. We should be recording this. <laughs> there's the Ven- there's the Venom universe. There's the MCU, and maybe there's this sort of middle ground that's triggered by Doctor Strange. And, I don't think so. You know, I, but I, that's I, why I'm trying to figure out how how strange or how to- Tom Holland gets stuck somewhere. And like when you look at like the Statue of Liberty with the shield like that, that's pretty out of keeping for your our universe. And yeah, but it's it's a new like it's being built at the time. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, I I think what's going to happen is it's all going to break at the end, and that's going to mm. launch oh. Strange into the multiverse of madness, and it's going to put Spider Man oh, right, in right. his own Sony universe. But what we're seeing right now is like is our MCU. Mm, I don't like it. Um, yeah, well, like, I, the I thing is, like, change. no, well, like, see, the thing is, though, this is this is Marvel working change to their to their advantage, and then Sony get what they want. But I think the like the, this stuff, uh, I think, like, I don't know if it will affect kind of say the main Marvel storyline as such. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I was gonna say is Miles Morales appeared in Ultimate Four Fallout issue four, was it? You, I have to fact similar me, version. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Ultimate Follow. I think it was issue four, but oh, I could be completely wrong. I think it is Ultimate Follow. You think though, that's the first a... appearance? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the first appearance of Miles Morales. But what I was going to say is, uh, uh, like, so he technically didn't appear in a Spider-Man book, which I'm sure was kind of purposely done by Marvel in terms of who has the rights and who gets the rights to. I'm pretty so sure they have they the do... rights to all. I think that's the deal: is that all Spider characters associated? Are, yeah. Yeah. Because Fox used to have to deal with any character that appeared in an X Men book would would be would they have the rights to the, the movie rights to it, so that's why they started pushing the old Inhumans things and then introducing mutants and stuff into other like the Avengers and things like that. Like so, they weren't. Uh, yeah, I think they were. I think Fox. I think Sony had the rights to every character that originated in a Spider Man book. So I think yeah. they did get a little sneaky about making sure they originated characters elsewhere. But that doesn't really stand up if they made into the Spider Verse with Miles and mm-hmm. yeah. a bunch of stuff there. So, oh yeah, you're right. Uh, well, we uh, I hope we're not recording this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good at thinking of stuff like you guys. You guys are 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 are, are the this you're you're the mayonnaise and the mustard of the perfect hot dog. Brian, what would you, what, what what condiments do you put on a hot dog? Hot dogs are garbage food. I don't eat them. Who the fuck are you doing? What you are? what um what kind of condiments do you put on a sort of German bratwurst sausage that you put on a nice sort of uh, artisanal bread? Don't really like sausage. Okay, well, you're all foreseeing a couple of guys beat each other off earlier. <laughs> what are you talking about? Huh? What are you talking um, about? Mayonnaise on a hot dog is good if you haven't tried it. Mayonnaise and cheese. I'm just talking about hot dogs innocently here. It's one of my favorite foods. Used to be. The vegan hot dogs are pretty good, actually. There's a, a butcher's in Dunleary that during the 
pandemic type of thing kind of hopped on the serving food bandwagon and they just set up a sort of barbecue stall outside the place in the main brilliant street. i love it and they still do it and i keep walking past in the morning or in the evening smelling delicious delicious hot dog how do you have this or burgers how do you have to sell for strange it's really hard how do you do I that keep walking past it going i really want one of those and i see my held off my my whole attitude about stuff like that is like, I like it's fine more than a hot sausage in my mouth yeah my whole attitude is fine no one's gonna know about it and i eat it and then it's like i'm getting fatter and Emer's like why are you getting fatter you know we're eating healthy we're being active we're doing things and i'm just like oh no as i choke down the last hot dog from the from the from the can can yeah can is like you can buy cans of hot dogs don't 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 pretend to me like you've never bought like a 62 cent buck can of hot dogs why do you both look so shocked did you ever go to college before um you, i used to i used to cut up hot dogs and i put them into a, a pasta and i'd mix in carbonara sauce jesus christ carbonara sauce yeah that, yeah but that was that was like pretty cheap and that would feed me Franken food, I think, is and now that I'm, now that I'm, to. now that I'm now that I'm have disposable income, I uh, yeah, I'd eat a hot dog for breakfast. I this is like you know. Can we get back was. to Spider Man? You think you're being crafty hiding hot dogs, but you're just getting fatter. You know. Who do we reckon's gonna die in this one? Gwen Stacy. Ned. Mary Jane. I'm saying happy. I don't want that. I saw someone suggest that. No, no. I, that would be sad. I'm, I'm, I'd almost put money on it. I've, I've, seen, I've seen a few suggestions of that, but I don't want it. Also, right? So in all these universes, right? Oh, Spider-Man yeah. looks different. Yes. Tobey Maguire. We've Andrew established Garfield, that with Loki. And yeah. Tom Holland, right? Mm-hmm. That's why Electro looks different. Fine, because mm-hmm. it's from like you know other universes. So we shouldn't assume we shouldn't assume that this Doctor Octopus is a Doctor Octopus from Sam Raimi movies at all. No, that guy's dead. That's spoiler. I think you should have said that before you said that. He died at the end of Spider Man Two. <laughs> That's a spoiler, man. This guy's got cool glasses. He's got different. He looks younger as well, doesn't he? And he's younger, despite being twenty odd years older. He's definitely yeah. slimmer. So these aren't actually the characters from no, the Spider Man might be from those universes, but they can do they can do whatever they want with these with these characters really. That they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Kevin, you watched this way up this week. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us mm-hmm. about that? Um, I have a an ongoing. I just noticed the success that Ashling B was having was really like ramping up at one point, and I just started tweeting you guys every time I saw her on something, just going, "Holy crap, she's she's on this now!" Um, so it's kind of an ongoing. It's a it's a runner that every time I see her on something, I send a picture and go, "Hey, look, it's Ashling B. She's doing great." But you've now watched this way up, which has, yes. um. Ashling B, can you tell us anything about it? Is is it an Irish production? Or is it an Irish English co-production? I, I know she works with Sharon Horgan. I don't. I don't know if Ashling B has written it. Uh, I say she could have, but Sha- Shan- Sharon Horgan is uh, 
is in it and she wrote catastrophe with rob delaney and i think she wrote this and uh you know it's it's irish uh it's a story of irish sisters living in london and their trials and tribulations uh sharon is um a very successful uh business person in london and she's starting up an agency with another successful business person charlotte with a kind of like a, a female focused network of of these financial like uh you know the best of the best you know mm. um and then ashton bia is an english teacher uh with um kind of immigrants i think uh uh and uh then she starts kind of uh meant or yeah, mentoring or teaching a French boy after school as well, you know. But uh, it's it's she and like Ashley B's character had suffered. Uh, I think it kind of tended to take her own life, and it starts with her coming out of uh, rehab. Even though I don't know if you can say rehab, but it was a rehab facility, as far as I know. But um, coming out of that and then dealing with that. But I watched the two seasons of it. Uh, oh, brilliant man, like really, really good. Initially, I wasn't, I wasn't sure because like I really like Sharon. Uh, she's brilliant and i really liked catastrophe and stuff and it was kind of like it was like kind of funny to see her portraying a different character in in something a very similar setting so soon to after watching catastrophe you know but uh mm-hmm. i wasn't too sure if i liked bia initially but uh but as i could put like b b b is in p she did her stand-up show with sailor b which kind of uh like sailor v kind of tells you how it's gonna anyway continue um but anyways b it's like the whole tony coletti thing anyways <laughs> and what was the guy danny danny something danny caballero um, uh, and uh malignant malignant <laughs> yeah malignant malignant mal mal lignant no mal mal egg Egg. Nint. Nint. Malignant. <laughs> yes, but also somehow no. Okay. Um, uh, uh, I have so a speech impediment. Is there, are there two seasons of this? Yes, but it's really, really good anyways, is my point is. And I, I think you're kind of meant to be like, like, like in hindsight, looking back at it, like the only reason I probably didn't like Ashen, Ashen B is because, initially, it's because like she's, she's hard to watch. She's cringy. But she's also like, dealing no no as in like she's 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 meant you're meant to kind of find her cringy and a kind of squirm when she is interacting with people and kind of like trying to come back to herself and dealing with like you know uh, her issues in her personal life and professionally and stuff but um mm. but no I, by the end of it it's just like i i loved it i really loved it and i think b b is awesome uh and it's just like kind of i know she's in the new home alone and it's just it's almost like she's too good for it it could be a great movie i have no idea but she she's really really good and i'm I, it's like i as as two entertainers from ireland sharon and ashley it's like they are the cream of the crop they are fucking awesome and like yeah. Sh- sharon can f- like like i was in the email like she because like save your combo characters and you write and draw your own story and like you know uh mike mignola and andrew mclean for example uh darren warren johnson to a lesser extent you know creating their own books drawing and writing them and pr- publishing them and stuff you know that's got to be fucking awesome. But mm. Sharon is writing, p- 
producing. I'm sure she's producing and directing. The, she's producing for sure. I'm sure she's probably directing some of this stuff. And she's starring in them. And she, like channels are giving her the budgets to do this stuff. Like she's got to be just working like the like I don't know. I I, I mean like how is that not the most gratifying? That, that has to I be keep, top I, tier. I, I've I've said a number of times on here that the people I respect the most in that industry are the people that manage to do this sort of thing which is produce their own content because you can sit back or you can go to as many auditions as you want to but if you start writing pitching producing and making things from your perspective with your you know it's it's such a privileged position to get to and it's great when it happens and like but it's rare whether, you know? whether it's rare as hell but and whether or not you like the content that comes out of it um i do have mad respect for people that do it but that's what I was going to say. Like, there's loads of stuff that is, like, written, directed, and acted by. And they're normally fucking really cringy. I remember, like, uh, being in my late teens, early 20s and stuff. And uh, my older brother was showing me a film and we're watching it. And it's just, like, like just this old dude, uh, like, kind of trying to be an action hero, getting with, like, young, hot ladies, you know. And it's just, like, it was so awful. But it was just, like, the only way anybody would ever think this is good at these is if you wrote, directed, and starred in it yourself you know and we were commenting on that and there was a few movies we saw that were like that at the time you know but um what it's gonna say is like uh, quite often when something's like starred written and produced and directed by and all that kind of stuff it's normally a bit shit like you know um or can be where sharon has just like like kind of she has to be one of the best definitely i, I don't know stateside uh as such but like our our, our side of the old globe uh like i don't know who's doing it better than that like I know you have like not in Ireland anyways Ashton B was also in Living With Yourself with Paul Rudd yeah if you remember that so like she's had um, you know in going from whatever acting school and stand up comedy and and panel shows to British sitcom acting movies and that sort of thing into these sort of self-created shows or or co-produced shows that they're working on into living with yourself with Paul Rudd which has spun has to have spun to some degree onto this Home Alone movie with uh, like Ellie Kemper and Pete Holmes and like look I I don't think that's the movie I don't think that's going to be great but like it's a big opportunity to work on uh, like a franchise film for Disney Plus and it opens a door dude it gets we've got to remember before The Rock was making before The Rock was making Red Notice he made The Tooth Fairy you know so Maybe Ashling B is going to follow the path of the Rock. Was that know? not Vin Diesel? I feel like the Rock did something similar though, didn't he? Let me check. I'm not touching my computer. What are you touching? My hands. Can you ever not touch yourself? Yes. I just put the Rock into IMDb and it didn't bring up Dwayne Johnson. Do I actually have to search for Dwayne Johnson? I actually have to search for Dwayne Johnson. That's that's lame. That's lame, right? He's a rock. But it's a hard place. Uh, but I, I'd imagine though, writing, producing, directing, and starring in your own stuff has also got to be incredibly tough. But 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 Sharon can act like she is phenomenal to watch acting. Some of her reactions, you swear, like obviously there has to be a good level of improv and natural back and forth and banter and cracks and all kinds of stuff. But even when she's acting, reacting to something like, like uh, emotional and stuff, it's, it seems very genuine. She's she's pretty darn good. Hmm. 
Tooth Fairy was the rock. Uh, Vin Diesel oh. did do something similar though. The nanny um, or something, or the dummy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the pacifier. The pacifier. The pacifier. There you go. You see. That was it. And this kind of slightly goes back to what I said about um, <laughs> what I was Hulk talking Hogan about. Was a nanny. What I was talking about with um, Disney's long plan for shows, where they like introduce a character, and they just know that like by the time they actually get the movie into production and into cinemas you know your audience will kind of come of age aware of them um mm-hmm. i definitely think there's something to be studied in the statistic or the career plan of putting him in a kids movie in 2010 called the tooth fairy and with 20 years later or 10 years later and you know that demographic is going to see rock movies might be overselling that but like you know the five-year-olds yeah, that watched saying. that in 2010 or 15 now. He's got to... He's got to... Uh, yeah, kind of working that out. Oh, I hate the following news. Whatever. He was he was doing wrestling. Those people that watched him in wrestling are, are kind of enamored by him now. I like The Rock. Uh, I think his rap is awesome. Oh, I mean, he's, he's just dedicated to his work. Two good songs. Have we covered This Way Up? Would you watch This Way Up, Brian? Nah. Where did you watch this way up, Kevin? Bought the DVD from For, CX. No, 40. 40. It's not 40. 40. Sorry. Okay, because okay, the, the, the CEX in Dunleary has an extensive range of secondhand DVDs that allow us to, at an affordable I was price. In Dunleary last week, Aiden, and you're right. They do have an amazing selection of. It's amazing. The more yes. lies you tell, the more incriminating it is. I wasn't doing Leary This episode of The End of the Stream was brought to you by CEX. I had chips. Where'd you get the chips? Um, uh, uh, on the you pier. wouldn't want to plug commercially? No, on the pier. I actually would because they were delicious. They were like called, uh, they were seaweed chips. Uh, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Sam's chips or something. Right. I don't know. No, no, no. It was a little kiosk on the pier. Mm. Okay. But I recommended it. It was delicious. If Ashling Bia was to play a superhero in a Marvel movie, who would you cast her as? Um, I'm not going to say someone redundant like Squirrel Girl because that's stupid. Because Bia has chops. She has acting chops. So why couldn't she be like a, a an older rogue? Or like someone like that. Why wouldn't she be? Who would you cast her as? We said Marvel movie, was it? We said Marvel, but let's any any comic, I guess. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an obnoxious leprechaun character in comic books somewhere. Banshee's daughter, is she a thing now? Hmm. There's kind of like a DC area of like, like the Blue Devil, silly supernatural stuff that I could see her fitting into. Um, but, um... Yeah. I'm not saying she should be rogue. I'm just saying, like, she's got, if you watch this way up, she's got chops. And I feel that with the right thingamajigs, she'd do all right. So let's move actively forward as the evening goes on. She could have been a female Loki. Yeah, I can see that. A variant. The dig. The dig. That is our next 
our next topic the 2018 irish film the dig uh, uh supported by northern ireland film starring Shot mo dunford that. emily taff francis mcgee and lorkin kranich i'll read you the synopsis this came very naturally out of kevin's suggestion but mo dunford did the voice of ronan in my short film which is applying and being in festivals at the moment and um, i like the guy a lot and he's been very supportive of the film he's got another film out called knuckle dust as well which has a kind of um i guess game of death fight film thing going oh, cool. to it and um, so that's out there to see as well he was in vikings so uh you know check out mo dunford mm-hmm. uh, the premise of this is after serving 15 years for murder Ronan Callahan returns home to find Sean, his victim's father, searching for the body. Callahan soon realizes the only way to get rid of him is to help him dig. So, drunken, in a drunken stupor, that he can't remember what he did. He just knows that his girlfriend is just disappeared, and he had blood under his fingernails. He has been convicted of this murder, or at least that was one of the questions. Was like. Can they convict you without a body on just circumstantial? Well, it's not circumstantial evidence if you've got blood under your fingernails, but can you it was prove 15 you years somebody? ago. Yeah, just, yeah, it depends, but I, I think like they can't get you if there's no body. I think that is still uh, circumstantial. Get... Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't prove that a person was murdered. It doesn't prove you killed him, it just proved you might yeah. have had a disagreement. Yeah, something to do but with But that's why you got yeah. 15 years, yeah. though. 15 years is kind of what constitutes a life sentence in Irish prisons sometimes, though, isn't it? Oh, okay. 15 to 25, somewhere around there. Yeah, okay, fair. So, broadly, I enjoyed this film. Mm -hmm. Brian, how did you feel about it? Yeah, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Kevin? Um, I I, I agree with Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Got to remind myself, always ask Kevin first. Um, (laughs) No, I loved it. That was brilliant. Even when I watched it, that was great. Sorry, I wasn't finished. I said I enjoyed it when it was finally over because I hated it. I was <gasps> saying the same thing, Brian. I was saying the same thing. You just interrupted me. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't go on. What I wanted to say was I enjoyed it when it was over because it was finally finished so I could start watching yes. it a second time. <laughs> I know, Brian. <laughs> I, I was really anxious that Brian was going to come in and just start shitting on this. <laughs> Sorry, it, yes. It, um, Brian, tell us about the film. Tell us what you liked about the film. To, to just give us, you know, just a tight ten minutes on the film. A tight ten. <laughs> tight ten minutes. Um, I like the scope of it. You know, it's. I wish there was more kind of films had an opportunity like that to be made. You know, I'm, here, here. I'm, I'm like the, you know. It was really well executed. I mean, I know these things still cost, you know, upwards of probably a few million anyway. But there's mm. there's no reason that like the Irish industry can't do more like genre pieces like this. A lot of the time when they make stuff, it, it's just a, like I always kind of wonder. There's a lot of Irish films I've seen. And I just kind of I, I think did this get made just because there was a script? Like how did this get? how did this get made? Like, where's the, where's the broad appeal to a lot of stuff that I see get made? And this is, this is a great dark murder mystery kind of almost, 
you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like the, the, there's so much talent in the Irish industry here in Ireland. I'd love to see more of this type of stuff be made. Um, you know, it's it's very kind of it's a bit understated. Um, you know, we've talked before about stuff that like ends up on Irish TV, and a lot of it is like not to get into a call conversation about that, but a lot of that stuff is. It tries too hard to be something it's not. It tries to imitate, you know, stuff either from the UK or kind of American stuff, and it doesn't work. It doesn't feel authentic, and there's no reason why the film industry here can't make stuff that's that's got you know kind of a, a global appeal. You know, something like a, a kind of a crime thing like this. But I really liked it for kind of how simple it was. Performance is really great. There's some, you know, just. It took its time without kind of outstaying any kind of moment. But Yeah, it it, it um it didn't feel long, it didn't feel rushed. It's kind of an it's like ninety seven minutes. Again, it is that sort of sweet spot for mm-hmm. like, you know, it's a it's a it's it's film length, you know. But like finding a film that is like I like picking on the runtime is sort of silly, but like there are ninety minute films that I think are just like if you can nail that, you know, it's just like I think I said before, um, uh, Gross Point Blank to me is like ninety minute perfect film. Groundhog Day is a ninety minute perfect film. You know, it, there's a couple of films like I don't know if they run a little fucking one way or the other, but they, there's not a moment where I'm like, can we cut twenty minutes out of this? And um, there's a real and it makes great use of like you know the landscape as well to kind of have those kind of quieter moments settle in. There's a starkness to there's a starkness to the landscapes that is really well suited to the the tone and the subject matter and mm-hmm. yeah i just liked this is a kind of a simple simple conceit but really well executed with you know some really good performances and then a a, a well executed reveal towards the end i think that was great, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Like, I'm kind of conscious of it's such a niche. I say niche, but like, it just in terms of, I, I don't think this got a huge release. I don't think many people have seen this film. It, and no, as it, we got it, asked it, sorry, specifically to, say, it, it, to talk about Irish content, I don't entirely want to spoil this in the way that we'd spoil other films. Yeah. I want people, I'd like people to, to check it out themselves. Yeah, because yeah. it, only, it only made like 23,000 in the cinema. Well, that's that's a shame, you know. I couldn't find the budget for it, but uh, it um, it that that's like severely underserved, you know. Hmm. Um, Kevin, give us your thoughts on it. Um, well, first and foremost, I watched it with Emer, and Emer said it's the best movie we've watched for the podcast yet. Right? Did she not watch Speed Racer? Well, she did. Now here's a question. No, this isn't going to um, this isn't going to actually work out. Um, he's in a couple episodes of the Tudors. Who? Uh, Mo Dunford. And what does that mean? Wasn't Emer in the Tudors? As a child, yes. Okay. So she wouldn't <laughs> remember a, him. As a young preteen she's, child, she's biased. How old was she? How old is she? she? How old is Emer, or how old was she? How old is Emer? Don't know if I'm not saying that in the podcast. Twenty nine. Well, we'll 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 bleep it out. She's thirty. What? She's twenty nine. How old are you? Thirty three. 
I don't think that's on in 2021. It's not what allowed, is it? You t- you're it's taking advantage of somebody younger than you. Okay, okay. If there's anybody being taken advantage of, it's her. She takes advantage of me. Okay. Um, all right, well, he, he uh, Mo is 37, and it looks like he only appeared in two episodes, so there's probably not a lot of overlap there. Uh, I was just curious, was there any? Because um, they both in the Irish acting scene at one point. Um, he's he's in Dublin Murders. He's in the finish it in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Sorry, go ahead. Your thoughts. Emer said, give us give us your thoughts. And by that, I mean, what did Emer say? Emer said that it's the best movie we watched for the podcast yet. And she really enjoyed it. I can't Great. remember the rest of her thoughts. What were your thoughts? My thoughts were 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 similar to, to Brian's. <laughs> and Emers. Your thoughts were contractually in line with Emers and Brian's. <laughs> yes. Um I loved it. I thought it was great. I did I did I have to say I called it. Straight I did, away. I did I did I, yeah, like I I kinda did also but Oh give me something. Give me something. <laughs> no 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 you did it with, you did it without our help. God. Brian was Ooh. texting me during it. He wasn't really. That's a lie. <laughs> uh, no, I did. I did. Look, it's great. I loved it. Uh, there's very little I can say about it. Uh, um, I I think, like, I liked it. I liked the pacing and I liked kind of the slow burn of it. But I do like a kind of foreboding kind of slow burn. And there's like, there's loads of parts in this movie where it's just, it's just miserable you know like kind of him in the house trying to have the shower the dad relentlessly digging and all that kind of stuff and the mud and the dirt and the hard were, labor and there were a couple of scenes where i did think like well he could stop and start telling us his feelings now nope he's just gonna grunt and walk away i love it like i just kind of liked some of the like yeah. just play play with the silences you don't we don't need something here you know um, yeah it was very it was very restrict or what's the word Refined? Restrained. I don't know. Restrained, Restrained. yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I really, really liked it. Um, I was going to say something there. Uh, oh, yeah, I was, I was kind of saying as well, though, kind of like, it's a type of thing that would, like, work as a really, well, like, kind of, because it was beautifully shot. It was absolutely beautifully shot. There mm. was just great scenes, considering, like, how desolate the environment was in the back backgrounds and stuff. I think it was so beautifully shot. But uh, it's the type of thing, like, you'd love, like, you'd be so, like, I would I would love to write something like that for a combo. Like I was raving about it in work today to to anybody who would listen to me. Did you notice the English please cars? Yes, I did. I yes, Brian. Did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and they then, tried I, to then I, that's why it was as well, yeah. Huh? They, uh, no, they they, yeah, they, they, tried they tried to obscure that stuff a couple of times. Obviously some of it was shot in somewhere in the UK as well. Antrim. So. Was it Antrim? Was it all Antrim or Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all Antrim. So what what does a what does a Northern Irish police car look like? Does it have PSNI or police on it? What is it? What police it have? has different colors and has the English reds, I guess. Well, the colors are the same, but it's got that check pattern. I think it's got the oh, it's a check pattern. Sorry, yeah, it's yeah. got the blue and yellow check pattern as opposed to whatever way the blue and yellow appears over here. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's just, it's just a different looking car. With the with what Brian is saying is that a that's a. Um, those police cars were mainland Britain police cars. Yeah, right? I think so, yeah. Because they had that sort of grey 
shimmery red kind of thing that was a, that was slightly different than say. But it said police on the car as well. It was a UK it. and Irish production anyway as well. Though. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, oh, that yeah, wasn't yeah. that wasn't the car in the movie, you know. No. Um, Do we and, and, car, and, and, car say police on it? They say Garda. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, Jesus! Just out of the nineties. So did um. Uh, it didn't really indicate where they were in Ireland, did they? No, I don't think so. No, no, it didn't at all. Because like, we had to Google it. I think everything, everywhere, any, any movie that looks nice, I just reckon is shot in Wicklow. But it was, it was shot in Antrim. Is there anything else to say about it? Go see it. Go watch it. Yeah, that's, that's all. That's a great. That's a great point. Um, so I bought my copy in CEX. Dunleary, where did you get your copies? Um, let's try and find out where we can find the dig. I this is something I'll definitely recommend to like my folks and friends and stuff. And I, it's very, very good. I rented it on YouTube, so okay, yeah. So go check out the dig, it's available on YouTube, according to Brian. You can get it on uh, Apple as well. $2.99 will get it for you. Um, 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, apparently. Um, Ooh. that's actually a good check, Tomato Meat. That's that's pretty good, right? Yeah. Not that Rotten Tomatoes is the measure of anything, but it, it got more than the Eternals. Oh yeah, fair. And uh, like this is this, this kind of brought us up initially because of the comment camera countries sent us about watching more Irish stuff, and uh, this 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 was this was worth it, you know. Uh, and I'll, I'll definitely be up for watching more uh, Irish stuff. I saw a trailer for a movie called, uh, oh God, what's the word for it? Arnock? Arnock is it? Arnock. Have you seen that yeah. one? No, it's it's only getting, um, It's got. I think it's getting theatrical and festival release at the moment. So you could okay. probably head up to Cineworld there and see that at the moment. Um, yeah. It is the it is a submission for Irish foreign language film or for foreign language film at yes. the Academy Awards this year. Um, it looks great. Again, it looks like yep. that sort of like beautifully shot. Like drones are making um, incredible landscape cinematography very viable for lower end or yeah, lower budget films. Um, the Dig twenty eighteen eighty eight percent audience score seventy five percent tomato meter um, certified fresh. Get on your YouTube's, on your Google Play's, on your Apple Stores. Two ninety nine. Check it out. It's a um, it's a nice little film. And if you're of the eating meat persuasion, buy yourself a can of hot dogs. Yeah.